Today's daf is Bavakama daf ayin beis, and we are 17 lines from the bottom of daf ayin aleph omid beis. The two dots, Gonav Mishal Oviv, the Tovach Umacha Bechul. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael Hanasuna Batzaru Vashiv. So the Mishnah on daf ayin omid aleph said, Gonav Mishal Oviv, if somebody steals either a shor or a set from his father, and then after he stole the shor or set, he either shechted it or sold it, and then afterwards his father dies, the halach is, he's treated like a regular ganav shor or where he has to pay dalot Clearly implied from the Mishnah is that there's some chiddush. I would have thought that, being that he stole the shor v'seh from his father, maybe that should impact the laws of dalad v'heh. Kamash on the Mishnah, he's going to be chayiv dal v'heh. The truth is, in the counterpart Mishnah on daf ayin dalad on the days, the Mishnah says ganav mishel aviv. If somebody steals a shor or a seh from his father, umes aviv. And then his father dies. And after the person's father died, it's then that he did the tviha oimechira. The halacha is he's mishalim tashlume kefil. He's going to pay kefil. However, mishalim tashlume He's not going to have to pay dalvei. So the Mishnah is comparing and contrasting a situation where somebody stole from his father. He was tavach umachar. In one case, he's going to pay Da'al Vehe. In the other case, he's not going to pay Da'al Vehe. What is it, Hinjan? If the Tfichu Mechira happened while his father was alive, then he's going to be Chayev Da'al Vehe. If, however, the father died after the Gneva and before the Tfichu Mechira, being that the father was not alive at the time of the Tfichu Mechira, he's not going to have to pay Da'al Vehe. What's Pshat in this halacha? learning Mishnayis, not even Gemara, that's all going to become clear in this first Gemara that we're going to learn. Zok to Gemara. Boi menei rova mirav nachmin. Rova asked Rav Nachmin the following question. Gonav shor shol shnei shutvin. If somebody steals a shor that belongs to two partners, utfachai, and then after he stole the shor, he went and he shechted the shor. He was a tovach umachar. V'hoidolechon mehen. And then he went over to one of these two people that he had stolen from, one of the partners, and he was moida, meaning he told them what he did. He was a moida beknas. Ma'u said, Rovat Rav Nachman, what's the halacha? Meaning, will this person be a moida beknas potter legamri? Or maybe this person will be responsible to pay half of the dalvehe. So what's the background to this halacha? The first hakdama is anytime a person does something for which he has to pay a knas, in the event that he walks to Besdin preemptively before Adam have the opportunity to prosecute him and he admits guilt, the halacha is he's going to be potter. In the event that a person is chayev knas to two shutfin, then the halacha is the only time he would be viewed as a moida beknas on the entire knas is if he was moida to both of the shutfin. This is an interesting nalacha. If, however, one of the shutfin was teveya him and he was moida to him, although he's a moida beknas, klape that one partner that was teveya him without Adam and it resulted in his hoida, but if the other shutif would then come and he would bring Adam, 
saying that you stole from me, Klape that shotif, he would not be considered a moed of and Klape that shotif, he would be chayev. The question that Rava asked Rav Nachman was, how would this relate to the knas of Dalad Vehei? Meaning, in the event that somebody stole a shara from Tushotvin, he did the Tvicha, for which he should be Chai of Dalad Vehei, and he was moida to one of them. So Klapi, the Shotif that he was moida, there's no question he's a moida of knas. He can't be Mechai of him knas for the pro rata responsibility that he has to that partner. The question, however, is towards the other Shotif, where he was not a moida of knas, where that should have brought Adem, as a result, is a bona fide obligation for him to pay Knas. Do we say that at the very least he's going to be chayiv half of the Dalad Vehe? Why only half? Because he's a moed of Knas on the first half. So the most he could be mechayiv him is half, or maybe not. What did it study Ashailah? It says in the Torah that if somebody steals a shor or a se, so Rabbah said, the Torah said that. That the chiyah for tvichol mechira is to pay five bakar. If that's the case, it has to be five bakar v'loy chamisha chatzoy bakar, not five half a bakars. And being that over here, the most you can obligate him to pay is a half. So maybe he's not going to be chayv at all. Or maybe Rava said chamisha bakar amar achmana v'afilu chamisha chatzoy bakar. Just because the Torah said chamisha doesn't necessarily exclude chatzoy bakar. To the contrary, maybe it's afilu chamisha bakar amale. So Rav Nachman heard Rava's question. And he told him, Chamisha Bakar Amar Achmana, Veloy Chamisha Chatzoy Bakar. You want to know my opinion? I hold that if it says in the Torah, Chamisha Bakar, it means Chamisha Bakar, Veloy Chamisha Chatzoy Bakar, and being that he's a Moide Beknas, Klape, one of the Shutfin, the halach is that he will be Potter from that half, and once you're Potter from half, you have to be Potter Legamri. Toysfis. The bottom toysfus on Daf Ayin Aleph on the base says that that's pashit that this sugya is going according to the Mando Amar that holds Moide Beknas the Achakach Bo Eden is Potter. So we know there's a big machloikis coming up in a few days. Raven Shmuel Moide Beknas the Achakach Bo Eden Potter or Chayev says toysfus if you hold Moide Beknas the Achakach Bo Eden is Chayev then this is a moot point because as soon as the second shutev brought Eden that this person actually was gone of the Tavach, at that point, the whole Moide Beknas on the first half goes by the wayside anyways. So Teisvah says, The question that Rav asked Rav Nachman was, according to the Mandama that holds Moide Beknas, so even though later the second Shutta brought Eden, but the first Hoida is Chai Vekayim, that's not going anywhere. The question is, the most you could be Mechai, this person is Chamisha Chatzoi Bakar, is there such an obligation or not? Says Chamisha Bakr. Does that mean not Chatzoi Bakr? Or does that mean Vafilu Chatzoi Bakr? Rav asked Rav Nachman the question, and Rav Nachman told him rather simplistically, Chamisha Bakr Am Rachmano, Veloy Chamisha Chatzoi Bakr. I'll ask you a kasha from our Mishnah, and that's how this question found itself right here. God, Mishalov, if the Mishnah said if somebody steals from his father, and then he did Ficha and Mechira while the father was alive, and then the father died, is that this person is going to have to pay Dalve. Says the Gemara, in this case, keeping the Mace of it, as soon as the father dies, it's the equivalent thereof of a person who was gone of a Tavach being Moida that he was gone of a Tavach. What's the parallel? What's the analogy? What's the shaykhis? Because as soon as the father dies, his children, Yarshin, 
his nechassim. His ganiv is one of the children. Now, even though the ganiv was gana v'tavach, but you can't say that he's going to have to pay the full da'al v'hei. And the reason is because part of the da'al v'hei is going to him. So essentially, he'd be taking money from one pocket and putting it into the other pocket, which doesn't make a lot of sense. So really, if you're telling me that this person is chayv da'al v'hei, he's not chayv the full da'al v'hei, he's only chayv and still it's Mavur in the Mishnah that you're supposed to pay. So Yisemeris, there's an Indian of Chamisha Bakar, which is a Kashan, Rav Nachman, Amalei. So Rav Nachman said, in the case of the Mishnah is talking about, it's discussing where the father, before he died, already had uh, Mother Bedin, he sued his son, he brought him to court, and there was already a psak from Besdin that this person is going to be obligated to pay. Being that there was already a psak from Besdin that there was a chiv to pay Dalavahe, and at that point, this is the longest of the Gemara, what was the psak? The psak was pay a full Dalavahe, because at that point the father was alive. So at that point, the son, who's the Ganev, had not yet yarshened his father. So really, the Hamada Bedin was not on. Chamisha Chatzoy Bakr, the Hamada Bedin was on Chamisha Bakr. And being that that was the Hamada Bedin, so this has nothing to do, said Rav Nachman with my Psak. I'm saying that where Bezdin is going to pass in Chamisha Chatzoy Bakr, Alzenemar Chamisha Bakr Amrachman, Veloy Chamisha Chatzoy Bakr. And if this Ganev was a Moedah B'Knas on half before the Adam came and before there was Hamad Abedin, so you can't be Mechaivim for the other half. But in this case, the Hamad Abedin was not on Chamisha Chatzoy Bakr, the Hamad Abedin was on the Chamisha Bakr, because although when it comes time to paying, this person's only going to be paying Chatzi, but the Psak Bezdin was really to pay five complete Bakr. And it's for that reason, it's not going to be a Susha. But the Gemara has a follow-up. The Gemara says, Avaloi Ahmad Abedin. In the event that this exact story of the Mishnah happened, meaning somebody stole from his father, he was gone of the Tavach. And before the Hamada Bedin, the father died. You're telling me that being that there's a halacha Chamisha Bakr, Amrachmana Baloi Chamisha Chatzoi Bakr, now in this case, the son is going to be Potter Ligamri from paying Dalbe, because being that he's not paying the full Dalbe, because part of it is going into his other pocket, so he's going to be Potter Ligamri. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, I have a kasha. Ah, the Tony Sefer, the Mishnah in the Sefer, meeting at Dafayin Dalom and Beis. It's going to be Shalav of Umeis. In the event that somebody steals from his father and the father died, and then the Tvicha Mechira took place. Meaning, the second Mishnah was where the Tvicha Mechira happened after the father died. In the Mishnah, Tashlum Yarba Chamisha, the Alochi is that the son does not have to pay Dalud Vehei. Now, why doesn't he pay Dal Vehei in that case? So the reason he doesn't pay Dal Vehei in that case, now, just from the little bit of Gemara that we learned, we understand it a little bit better. Because being that the father had already died at the time of the Tvichel Mechira, so it comes out, he was a Shutif in this Shar, or in this Seh, at the time that he did the Tvichel Mechira. And being that he was a Shutif in it, so he's part of the equation, and therefore you can't be of me, when I shecht an animal, that's partially mine. But the Gemara's kasha is that if you want to come up with a case of where the son who stole from his father was tabach hamach, it's not going to be chayv dal why do you have to fly to such a dramatic contrast? Why does the case have to be where the father died before the tfichom mechira? Niflo'i bidide, let's 
be consistent, meaning let's keep the safe a little bit closer to home, closer to the ratio. I can present you a case where the sun is going to be parted from Dalit Vehei, even if the Tvichu Mechira happened before the father died. How so? The following, what the Mishnah could have said was, when is it that the Allah has to be Kishan If the mother Bedin happened before the father died, but if the Gneva and the Tvicha and the Mechir happened while the father was alive, but the mother Bedin didn't happen until the father died, in that case, you're not going to have to pay Dalit Vehei. So if the Chilik between Rav Nachman's case and the Mishnah's case is the Hamad Abedin. And in the event that the Hamad Abedin did not take place while the father was alive, you'd be part from Da'al Vehei. So why, when the Mishnah wants to tell me a case that you're going to be tough from your father, you're part from Da'al Vehei, do you have to tell me a case where the Tvicha happened after the father died? The Tvicha could have happened while the father was alive, as long as the Hamad Abedin didn't happen while the father was alive. Because then you're going to have Rav Nachman's Allah. So isn't this a cash from Rav Nachman? No. That's if you're 100% right. If the Mishnah just wanted to give me another case of where the halacha would be that the son would be potter for being gone of a tovach mishal aviv, it could have said a case where everything happened while the father was alive, just the hamad of it didn't, didn't happen until the father died. So why didn't the Mishnah say that? Because I did the Nasev Reisha, being that the Reisha was talking about Gana Mishal Aviv, the Tavach Umachar, the Achar Kach Meis Aviv. The case is where the Tvicha Mechira happened while the father was alive. It was only Achar Kach Meis Aviv. Nasev Seifa Nami. So in the Seifa, the poetic symmetry, the Mishnah said Gana Mishal Aviv, Umeis Aviv, the Achar Kach Tavach Umachar. Again, from a halachic accuracy perspective, if you wanted to give me a safe and tell me the biggest chiddush in the world of when it is that a person is gonna the tavach mishalav of the halach is going to be part from the you could have said where everything happened while the father was alive, but the hamad of didn't happen until the father died. And based on Rav Nachman's halach of chamisha lakav aleich chamisha chatzayi bakar, the halach is he would be potter. But as far as the symmetry of the two Mishnahs, the Mishnah and Dafayin, which is the Reisha, and the Mishnah and Dafayin Dal, which is the Sefer, it's Gishmaker to say that one case is talking about where the Tvicha happened while the father was alive, the other case is talking about where the Tvicha happened after the father died, and that's why the Mishnah said it the way it said. But the bottom line is, Rav asked Rav Nachman a question, Shoshal Shnei Shutvin, that somebody stole, and he was Teveach, he was moided to one of the partners, What's the halacha? Are you going to be chayef for half of Dalad Vehe, or you're not going to be chayef for half of Dalad Vehe? So half is off the table because you're a moed of on half. The question is, what about the other half? Are you going to be chayef, or are you going to be potter? What's the side you should be chayef? Why not? What's the side you should be potter? Chamisha baka amrachmona v'loi chamisha chatzoi baka. And Rabbi Nachman told him, alatar. We thought we had a kasha from our Mishnah in conjunction with the Mishnah the Gemara sorted it out. But the Gemara says, regardless, there's the rest of the story. This response that Rav Nachman gave Rava, he gave in on the spot. How about that? As soon as he heard the question, the next morning, Rav Nachman came back to Rava and he says, you know, I slept on it and I want you to know that and not v'loy chamisha chatzoy baka, but rather afilu chamisha chatzoy baka. And then he told him, "Haitali amilach pa'urtin." The reason I didn't tell this to you at night was the loy achli bisre datura. It's because I had not eaten good red meat. What does that even mean? So Rashi says loy diktakti time mishal davar. 
So it sounds like Rashi is saying that this is just a euphemism, meaning I didn't go into it properly. Taisvis says literally, Shari Betainasaya. So, so far we're learning all the little Taisvis and we're going to skip the long one. But the little ones were learning that he was Shari Betainas, and because he was Shari Betainas, so he didn't feel so strong, and as a result, he didn't come up with such a good tarot. It says the Gemara, if that's the case, for Ella Maishno Resha U Maishno Sefer. If you tell me that Allah is Chamisha Baka Amr Achmano, Vafilu Chamisha Chatsoi Baka, so just to close the loop here on our Mishnah, so what's Pshat in the Sefer? In other words, why is it in the Sefer that Allah is that in the event that the father died before the Tficha Umechira, the son is going to be Potter from the Alvehe? Meaning, Bishloimo, if you're going to tell me, Chamisha Baka Amr Achmano, so at the very least, I understand Pshat and the Sefer. Pshat and the Sefer, why you're not going to be Chayev Dalvehe is being that you're a Shutif. So on your Chalik, you're going to be Potter. And being that you're going to be Potter on your Chalik, so therefore you're not going to be Chayev at all. Because Chamisha Bakr, Veloy Chamisha Chatzoy Bakr. If, however, you're telling me Chabisha Bakr, Vafilu Chabisha Chatzoy Bakr, so then why is it in the Sefer that you're talking going to be Potter? Who cares that the father died? At the end of the day, you were Ganav, you were Tabachumacha. It's true, you're a Shutif now in this Chi of Dalutahay, but why can't you be Chayef for the half that you're supposed to be Chayef? If Chabisha Bakr can mean even Chabisha Chatzoy Bakr, so assuming this Ganav has brothers and there's other Yarshim and the Shutfin over here, so let him at least be Chayef to the other Shutfin. So he told him, now I'm going to tell you the chilek. The chilek is, Reisha Karina Bey, Utvachai Kula Beisura, Seifa Loi Karina Bey, Utvachai Kula Beisura. The reason in the Seifa, the Allah is his person, his potter, is not because of the fact that we can't invoke uh, an obligation and a chiv of Chamisha Chatzoi Bakr. The reason is because the Tvich itself didn't happen, Kula Beisur. Because when you did the Tvich, the father had already died, you were a Shotif, so really you shechted something that belonged a little bit to you. You need that the Tvicha should be the Gamri Bisa, and that is the difference between the Reisha and the Sefer. In the Reisha, where the Tvicha happened while the father was alive, so the Tvicha itself was Kulib Isser. As it relates to the Chiev, I don't care. It doesn't matter if the father dies before that mother, but then after that mother, but then the bottom line is. Regardless, you'll be chayev. You'll be chayev the full dalvei. You'll be chayev chatsi of the dalvei. You're not going to be potter because at the end of the day, you are ganev. You did a tviicha be'iser, and therefore you're going to be chayev. The punchline of the sefer is that the tviicha happened after the father died, and at that point, you were a shtikel shutif in the behema. Being that you're a shutif in the behema, you don't have utfachai kulabi sura. It's for that reason the halach is that you're going to be. So going back to the mission. The Mishnah said, somebody shechts an animal. Meaning he was ganav, he did the shechita, and lo and behold, this animal, like many animals are, turned out to be a trefa. Or that's what we need. If somebody would shecht chulim bazara, meaning he stole chulim and then he brought it into the hazara. He's going to have to pay Dalvei. Rav Shimon says he's going to be Potter, and this is Rav Shimon Shita that we've already seen, who holds Shita She'ena Ru'uya Loishma Shita. And we need the Vachulu. The Vachulu is 
the second halacha. That is, if somebody steals chulin, he brings it into the Azara and he shechts it. The halach is according to the Chami Yechayev Dal. Hey, after Rav Shimon holds your potter because it's a shechita she'enerui. By the way, the fact that chulin the Azara is shechita she'enerui tells you that you can't eat chulin that was nishchata bazara, which is going to be part of the topic of the last part of the da. But the point is that chulin ba'azara is a problem just like kachim chutzla azara is. So if somebody shechts kachim chutzla azara, there's a whole parak in Shas that's dedicated to that topic. It's the 13th parak in Masechtis Zvachim, Shtukul the 14th parak as well. It's parak ha-shoichet v'hamayla. The parish of Shutechot, it's a parish of Achrimois, it's a Chavi Krisos, very, very, very Chomer, the parish in the Torah, it's a Harchok of Avoid the Zor, it says in the Torah, right? We were concerned that if a person would check any Kotchen, anything that has sanctity outside of the Azara, the next thing you know, you're bringing idol worship to different deities. And as a harchaka for that, the Torah imposed something called shchutechotz, which is something that we understand. The flip side of that is you're also not let to take chulin, and you're not let to bring that into the azar. It's not nearly as chomer. In fact, we're going to see in a minute, there's a machlikis in chas, but the chulin shenishchutu ba'azara, that's asa and asa medayraisas, and only asa medayraisas. But for now, there's a parasha of chulin ba'azara, just like there's a parasha of kachim chutz la'azara. Chulin shenishchutu ba'azara is asa ba'achila. Not only is it asa ba'achila, it's also asa ba'ana, deiraisa de rabbanon. We're going to get into that. So the Gemara says like this: Amalei Rav Chavivi mechuz non. The Rav Ashi Shmami no. I think you can bring a raya from our Mishnah that eno l'shchita elo l'besayf. So what is eno l'shchita elo l'besayf? So we were already makdim this sugya yesterday. The definition of shchita in halacha is shchitas roiv of the base simonim of an animal. The base simonim, as in the kana. And the Veshe, the trachea, and the esophagus, respectively. When the Shaykhet shechts the majority of those two simonim, the Iker Sugya of Rubai Kukulo is in Shechit HaSchulim, then the halacha is that it's considered that this animal has been slaughtered in a kosher way, you're now allowed to eat the animal. So the definition of Shechita is always Shechitas Roiv Beisimonim. The question is, as the Shaykhet is doing the Shechita, the tchilo of the shechita, is that considered a maisa shechita in and of itself, or is it not? Meaning, avada, when you complete the shechita on some level, everything that you did is going to be viewed retroactively as part and parcel of the shechita. Stating that, in real time, when a person is shechting, and he didn't complete the shechita yet, do we say that every chilek that he's doing right now is part of a maisa shechita? Now, you need the shechita to finish, but that from the tchila until the saif, it's all considered shechita. Or, when you finish the shechita, that's when it's chal that there was shechita. What happened up until that is the maisa shechita, but there's no chal shechita on this animal until the shechita is actually finished. Yeshno l'shechita mitchila v'atsoif says that it's already chal Shechita in the animal from the Tchilas HaShechita, Eno L'Shechita Elo L'Bezayif, means that it's Nachal until the end. You find this type of Shiloh in, in different areas in Halacha. Yeshno L'Shechiras Metchila V'Atzayif, or Eno L'Shechiras Elo L'Bezayif, right? This signun is something that comes up elsewhere, but here as it relates to Shechita, it's a hard Indian, but Yeshno L'Shechita Metchila V'Atzayif, or Eno L'Shechita Elo L'Bezayif. So Rabbi Chavim, I was not told the great Ravashi, he said, Shmami, I think you can bring your eye from our Mishnah, the Eno L'Shechita Elo L'Bezayif, that Shechita is not 
nothing until it's finished. Why? starts already from the beginning. Keeping the shock about Porto, as soon as the Ganev shechted the chulin ba'azara, even a little bit asra. At that point, he made it asra. Why? If that's the case, Idach, when he completes the Shechita, he's not Shechting something that anymore belongs to the person that he stole from. Now, again, we saw this all yesterday. This is predicated on the fact that Yisurayana is considered to be ownerless. The owner of Yisurayana is not considered from a halacha perspective as the owner of record. It's also predicated on the fact that the only time a ganav is chayv dalvehe is if at the time of the tvicha the mechira it still belongs to the person that he stole it from. If, however, it doesn't belong to him, for example, you were kind of a yish, then we say Or if it doesn't belong to him because it's asaba no. So it's not shaloi, but it's not the nignavs either. And as a result, Allah is going to be potter. So the Bibliq has not told Rav Ashi, the Aaron said the Mishnah. The Chachamim and the Mishnah say that Chulun Shinishtu Bazar is subject to the laws of Dalvehe. No, Niach the Chachamim don't hold like Rav Shimon. They don't hold Shkita Shani Ruy Loishma Shkita. But I still don't understand this Allah. Why? Because why don't we say that as soon as the Ganif starts the Shkita, at that point, it's already shulin shenishchutu bazar. In which case, it becomes aser behana, and if it becomes aser behana, it no longer belongs to the nignav. So that when you complete the shechita, and now you mekayim the utvachai, at that point, it didn't belong to him anymore. And if that's the case, why you chayv dalvei? Oh, muzay said, Reb Chavim, if it's not to Reb Ashi, ain't no shechita el b'say. So shmami no from our Mishnah, this Indian of ain't no shechita el b'say. I'm a lay Reb Chavim, the Rabbis, Reb Chavim, the Rabbis was present as this exchange was going on. So he told him, what kind of kasha is that? Ki kamechayiv ahahu porta. To the extent that yesh no l'shchita metchilav atzayif, you're right that chulin shenishchutu ba'azara would go into effect as soon as you start the shchita, but so would the chiyav da'alvei go into effect as soon as you start the shchita. Memonavshach, if yesh no l'shchita metchilav atzayif, as it relates to Yisuri Anah, as it relates to chulin shenishchutu ba'azara, then yesh no l'shchita metchilav atzayif, as it relates to da'alvei. What's your kasha? Must be enal shchita el v'saif because if yesh enal shchita b'tchil v'saif, then as soon as you start the shchita, it's already yisuriyana, and you're not chayiv dal day until the gemara shchita. So Rav Huna Breit the says that doesn't make any sense. If you hold yesh enal shchita b'tchil v'saif, and that's what defines chulun shenishchutu v'saif, so why should that not define what the Torah meant when it said utvachay? So Rav Ashi was there. Amalei Rav Ashi is Rav Ashi said loy titchi. No, don't tell that to Rav Chavivi Mechayz. No. It's not a good dichoi. Why? Because it says in the Torah, Utfachai, and Utfachai means Kulay Be'inavalaka. Meaning that's Pasha, that even if you hold Yashna Shechita, Metchila Vatsayf, we saw this also yesterday, that's with regards to Hilcha Shechita and Kalatayra Kula. But as it relates to Utfachai in the Parsha Dalvei, there's a special Tzayr Sakasim over here, you need the entire Shechita. And being that you need the entire Shechita, if Yashna Shechita, Metchila Vatsayf, that would then mean that the Chulun Shechita Bazara goes into effect right away, and it becomes a Surya Anah right away. You're not Chayv Dal Vehei until the Utfacha, until the Gemar. Must be then, Shema Minah, Enel Shechita El But apparently that was a Kasha. And the reason it was a Kasha is because 
there were those that held that yes, no, the shchitim but kiddo vatsai. So how are those going to reconcile our mission? The Gemara says elakasha. So what's takim shad? Amalei. So Rav Ashi said, "Hachi Amar Rav Gamda Meshmei the Rava." I'll tell you what Rav Gamda said over in the name of Rava. Kigoyin Sheshacha mixed the simanim because the case is talking about where this Ganev had shechted some of the simanim bachutz for Gomram b'fnim. He only completed a b'fnim, meaning part of the shchita took place bachutz and. Part of the shechita took place b'fnim, and being that the only part of the shechita that took place b'fnim was the last part, it was the gemar. That's when it became asabana. That's also when it was mekuyim utfachoy, which is kuloi. And as a result, the two things come to vasachas. So at the time of the utvachay, it was not already surah. No, that's why you're going to be chayev dalud There was some that had the aforementioned exchange in a slightly different context. Amar Rav Shimon, Rav Mishum, the Rav Levi Saba in the Lashkita El Lebesay. That halach is in the Lashkita El Lebesay. Rav Yechon, Rav Yechon said yes, no Lashkita matchil vasach. So there were those that had uh, a version where the Exchange of our Gemara was a comment on the Iker Machloikis of Eino L'Shechita Elo B'Snoif or Yeshno L'Shechita B'Tchila So anytime you see a Gemara like this, you know something is a little funny, right? Amr Rav Shimon Mishum de Rav Levi Saba. He's the man number that holds Eino L'Shechita Elo B'Snoif and it's Rav Yoicharan that holds Yeshno L'Shechita B'Tchila V'Atsoif. So first of all, who's Rav Shimon who's saying over in the name of Rav Levi Saba? Who is Rav Levi Saba, by the way? So if you look in the Maseris Hashas, there are those that have the gear, so Rav Shimon ben Lokish. So Rav Shimon Mishum de Rav Levi is really Rish Lokish. It's very geschmack that Rav Yoicharan is the other Amayur that's being mentioned. But either way, so it's either Rav Shimon Mishum de Rav Levi Saba or it's Rish Lokish. But the bottom line is, we have a Machlekes over here. Eino L'Shechita El Levesoif or Yesh No L'Shechita Metchid Vasev. Only Rav Chaviv Merchaz Nol Rav Ashi. So it's the same Rav Chaviv Merchaz Nol talking to the same Rav Ashi. He said, "Lemek Kesav Rav Yoicharan." Should we assume that Rav Yoicharan holds Chulin Shenishchatu Ba'Azara Lavdei Raisa? Geschmack, because Rav Yoicharan holds Yesh No L'Shechita Metchid Vasev. If Yesh No L'Shechita Metchid Vasev, then I don't understand how you can be chayv dal vehei because if you do tviha in the azara, as soon as you do the little bit at that point, it's already asabana, which means it doesn't belong to the person that he stole it from. And if that's the case, so why are you chayv dal vehei? So leimer kasaver Rabbi Yochanan chulon shenishu to bazar lavdei raisa. So we said we're going to speak out all the small toisvus and the last toisvus on the yomid. Which is as small as the other two, says that it was a kasha, that the niggin, the way you're supposed to say this Gemara, in the niggin of the Gemara, it's Lemukas other Rabbi Yochanan, and the reason it's a kasha is because Rabbi Yochanan shita is that Chulun Shinishkutu Bazara is the Raisa, and Kedushan and Zayin Amadeis. So he said, Biloshim Bitmio, Lemukas other Rabbi Yochanan, Chulun Shinishkutu Bazara, Lab the Raisa, that's a big problem. This is all that I took the Raisa, because if you tell me it's the Raisa, Michishachel, Apurta Astra, as soon as he does a little bit of a shita, becomes us, it's the Klab the Marakatava, and by the time he finishes it, it doesn't belong to the Mara anymore. Amadeir of Achabrei the Rava, so Achabrei the Rava said, Kikamachayev Nami, Ahupurti, he says, I understand the grace of Kasha over here. The same taina that we had in the first lishon of the Gemara, maybe Yeshnu l'shchita metchila v'atzayif, and chulin shenishchutu b'azara is da'iraisa. What's the kasha? Then how could you be chayiv for the tviicha? You chayiv for the tviicha for the porta, the same porta, the same tchila for which 
it became chulin shenishchutu ba'azor. It's for that you're going to be chayiv. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi said, "Loi titchei, don't be doichem," because it says in the Torah regarding dal dvei utfachai and kuloi be'inon velek elo kashas. If that's the case, again, same exact gemara. So we have a little bit of a problem. Again, what's the problem? Rabbi Yochanan holds yeshno l'shchitam betchilav atzayif. Rabbi Yochanan holds chulin shenishchutu ba'azor is deiraisa, and yet you see in the Mishnah that chulin shenishchutu ba'azor yechayiv dal dvei. As it relates to Chulim Bazara, which is Deoi Raisa, yet as it relates to Dalvehe, Utfachi, Kuloi Beinon, for that Yenachayef. He told him, Hachi Amaran Gamda, Shmei the Rabbah, Gamda sent the name of Rabbah, Kikamachayef, going to Shacham, Mixasiman of a Kutz for government. In a regular case, you took a fight against animal, you born to Dazara, you did the Shrita, you're going to be part from Dalvehe. There is a hechatim to where you're going to be chayiv, and that's what the Mishnah was talking about. The case was where you did most of the shchita, most of what you have to do. If you did most of it, it's already a shchita. If you did most of what you have to do outside of the Azara, and then you did the gemar, meaning you were mashlim to the roiv in the Azara, if that's what you did, so it's then for which it became asabana, that is already utvachai kulam bi'inan. Therefore, you're going to be chayiv. Zok the Mishnah We're just going to make a hascholo on the next sugya and the Beis Hashem. It's one of the sugyas ha'imdoins berumay shaloyva mamish that we're going to learn about the next couple of days. Gone about pishnayim. If somebody steals, and there were two edim that witnessed it, v'tavachu machar al pim, and then these two edim were watching as this person did tefichon mechir v'nim tuzaimimin, and then the two edim were found to be Adam Zaymamin, Imanu Hayisem and Makamplain. Again, a lot more about this Bezer Hashem tomorrow night. Mishalmin Akoil, the halach is these two Adam Zaymamin are now going to be responsible for everything. Meaning, what's the Oynish of the Eid Zaymim? Vasisam Laikashazamam, Lasois Lachif. Well, in this case, these Adam wanted what for the Ghanif to have to pay? Karen and Kefal and Alvehe and being that they were found to be Zaymimin, what happens if there were two Adim that saw and testified that a person stole? And then two other Adim came to Bezdin and they said that we witnessed and then now testifying that there was a Tvichom Mechir. In the event that they were both found to be Zaymimin, meaning both Kitei Adim, Harishayim, Meshamat Tashlumi Kefal, the first peer of Adim are going to have to pay Kefal. All they wanted to be Mechayim, the Ganav was Kefal, because they didn't say anything about the Tvichom Mechir, and the Achroinim are going to pay the death difference. They're going to pay Gimel. That's if it's hay. If it's Dalit, then they're going to pay base. But the point is that they're going to pay the balance. What happens if only the second peer of Adim were found to be Zaymimin? So again, he was gone of a Two kite Adam. One cat Adam said we saw Gneva, the other cat Adam said we saw Tvichol Mechir. And it was the second cat that were found to be Zaymimin. Who Mishalim Tashlum Ekefal? The Ganev is going to pay Kefal. Why? Because those Adam weren't found to be Zaymimin. They ain't Mishalim Tashlum Ekefal. And the second cat of Adam, who wanted to be Mechayev, this person. A little bit more than Kefal, they're going to have to pay Tashlumi Gimel. Echad What happens if one of the two Edim from the second set were found to be Zaymimin? Batla Edoshniya, the halacha is, the second Edus becomes Batla. And the reason is, there's a rule of Edosh Batla, Miktasa Batla Kula. This case is even more simple because you only have one Ed. And the point is that once one guy gets knocked out, so the whole thing is Batla. What happens if Echad 
Manarishainim were found to be Zaymimin. One of the first two Adim were found to be Zaymimin, meaning one of the two Adim that said Ganav was found to be Zaymimin, then Batal Kala Edos, then everything is Batal. Why? Because you have one eight saying that this person stole, and you have two Adim saying that he was Tabachumachar. Tabachumachar in and of itself is not an Avla, it's just if you're a Ganav at Tabachumachar, that it's a big problem. And being that you only have one eight on the Gneva, so now. The whole thing falls down. And for that reason, this person is going to be potter. Incidentally, this first Gemara, right after the Mishnah that we're going to see, Be'ezer Hashem, the next staff, is the Machlik Zabai Virova regarding Eidzoimim Lamafreya Honifsal or Eidzoimim Mekano Laba Honifsal. As it relates to Machlikis in between Abai Virova, this is one that stands out. And the reason is, it's one of the Yal Kigams Kiyadua. That's going to be the next suya. But as it relates to Raid, just to end the week, an intense week on a light note, with two Leichta Paris. There's a Gemara in Mesechis Yuma, Daf Chof Beis Amid Beis. This is Lashav, Lekovet Shabbos Kodesh. The Gemara with this says as follows Amir Rafuna, Rafuna said, Kamaloi Choli. Rafuna made a fascinating comment. He said that a person who has siyata deshmaya, a gavra demarisaye, is loichali v'loy margish. Meaning he doesn't realize how many things could have happened to him in life that he's speared from. A gavra demarisaye is very often in a situation where really based on Shura Sadin, maybe something should have happened to him, but because of the Shmir al that he has, that's not the way it is. And Rav Huna said, I'll give you exhibit A for such a thing. Shol Ba'achas, Shol HaMelech did one Avera, and he lost his Malucha because of it. David Bishtayim, David did two Averas, and it didn't cost him his Malucha, and he went on to explain. Shol Ba'achas, what's the one Avera that Shol did? Maiso Agag. It's the story with Agag, he kept the women and the behemoths alive, Kiyodua, and it was because of that, HaKadosh Baruch who says, I have charota that I ever was mamluch shol, and shol ends up losing his entire malucha because of one Avera that he did. Tavit b'shtayim v'loy also, what are the two Averas that David HaMelech did that did not cost him his malucha? So the Gemara says, the Uriah or the Hasasa? Number one, the fact that he killed Uriah HaChiti, who was Batsheva's husband. And the second is, he counted Klai Yisrael, which brought him a geifa, and it was because of that, that David HaMelech did a, a big Avera. But Afal Pikein, he was a Gavra the Morisayeh, and it was because of that, David HaMelech, despite what he did, did not lose his Malucha. So the Gemara has a little bit of an Arichos, and it discusses, did Shol only do one Avera? Did David only do two Averis? So we're skipping to the David Amalek part. Says the Gemara, David Bishtayim, he only did two Averis for Ikanami Maisa de Bacheva. What about the story of Bacheva? Everyone knows what happened. Bacheva was Nashus Ish. How could you tell me David only did two Averis? Uriah Hachiti and the fact that he counted Klaisrael, the Maisa of the Hasasa. What about Bacheva? So the Gemara says it's true. David Amalek sinned with Bacheva. However, Hosam Iparumine, but he was punished for it. And it's for that reason it doesn't go into the cheshbin of being a Gavr the Marisaye. Gavr the Marisaye is that a person doesn't have and nothing happens to him. He was punished for it. And because he was punished for it, so this is really outside of this 
grouping of Rav Huna. Where do you find that Dovin Amelch was punished for the Maisa Bacheva? So the Gemara says the Chsiv, the Pasik says, that's Hakifsa. Yishalim Arbatayim. So we're going to see more about this in a second. But after David Amelch did the Aveiro with Bacheva, so Hashem sent the Novi, Nosen Hanovi, to give Teichacha, and he explained to David what he did wrong with a Moshal. And in the Moshal, there's a person who steals a Kifsa and ends up paying fourfold. And David Amelch in the Nimshal had to pay the same fourfold. Yeled, Amnoin, Tomer, and Avshalom. So these were four children of David Amelech that Nebuch all passed away during his lifetime. And the reason he lost those four children was as an oinish for the Maisa of Bacheva. And because this all happened for an oinish of the Maisa of Bacheva, so it doesn't fall into Gabi the Mari's side. But the Gemara continues. The Gemara says, he tell me that the reason we're not counting the Maisa of Bacheva is because because it was an Oynish, then you shouldn't count the Isser of Hasasa either. Because after David and Melech counted Klai Yisrael, everyone knows what happened. There was a Magaifa, May Abrochis, right? There was a terrible Magaifa. So the Gemara says it's true there was an Oynish over there, but Hasam Lai Yiparumi Gufe. Over there, David Amelech's guf wasn't included in the Oynish. And being that his guf wasn't included, even though the Magaifa clearly impacted David Amelech, but his guf wasn't in part and parcel of it, and as a result, it's not included. But the Gemara says, By the Maisebat Sheva, he lost four children, but didn't affect his guf. So the Gemara says, What are you talking about? It's not true. David Amelech's guf was also punished. Because when you descend the name of Rav, that David Amelech, after the Maisebat Sheva, he was a Mitzayr for six months. Who parsha he menu Sanhedrin. And during those six months, the Sanhedrin were perished from him. And even the Shechina, even the Shechina was nostalgic from him. David HaMelech is, is davening and he wants the Kodesh Baruch Hu to come back and he wants his Reim and the Yodei Deisecha to come back. So you see, at some point, the Sanhedrin and the Shechina were perished from him. And this is the rest of the story. It's because of the fact that there was the Maisa of Bachev. So again, Rav Huna said, Shol HaMelech did one Aver, he lost the Malucha. David did double of what Shol did, and he didn't lose the Malucha. What were the two Averis? Uriah and Asos. Afraid to Gemara, what about the Maisa of Bacheva? Now he was punished for the Maisa of Bacheva. What was the punishment? He lost Yeled, Amnoin, Tamar, and Avsholin. But the Gemara says, that doesn't seem to be enough. Because by the Hasasa, which is one of the two ancient that Ravuna did count, there was also a punishment. There was a Magaifa. Or it says, no. By Bacheva, his guf itself was punished. Where do you find that his guf was punished? David Amelch was a Matar for six months. That was an Oynish for his guf. And during those six months, Oynish al Gabi Oynish, Uposhim and Usanhedrin. But the point is that the reason we're not counting the Maisa Bacheva is because Hasam Iparumine. Now the Gemara quoted the background for the fact that Dovin Amelech losing his four children were related to the Maisa Bacheva because that's what the Novi Nosen meant when he gave him Teichacha and he said, the Esa Kifsa Yishalim Arbatoyim. So I think it's Kedai to revisit those few very, very famous Pesukim This is in Shmuel Beis. It's Perik Yud Beis. It's Pasuk Aleph. So the Pasuk says that after the Maisa Bacheva, that Yishlach Hashem es Nosan el Dovin. Kodesh Baruch Hu sent Nosan to David HaMelech. Vayovay Eilov, Vayoy Meloi, 
And he told them the following. I want to tell you a story. There were two men that lived in the same city. Echad Asher. One of them was a Gvir. The Echad Rosh. The other one was an Araman. The Asher had a tremendous fleet of cattle. And the Rosh didn't have anything. He had one Shepsula that he had purchased. And he used to live, and he was together with this Kifsa. He would take from his bread, and he would feed the Kifsa. And he would take from his mashke, and he would give a little bit to this Kifsa. And this kifsa was mamish like a bas. It was part of the family. In the meantime, a wanderer, some person was traveling, and he comes into the city, and he's never starving. And they told him, there's a great Sikvir that lives on this road. Go knock on his door, he's going to give you something. So he comes, and he went to the Gvir, and he says, would you give me a little bit of food? But this usher, he was a miser, and for him, he didn't want to take from his son and his bucket to feed this person. So you know what he did? So he went to this Oraman and he took the kifsa achas ktana shakona and and he shechted it and he handed it over to this person. He said, "Here's your dinner." So Nosan Anavi tells the story to David Amalek and he says, "David, what do you think? What's your reaction? This usher for what he did." What's your take on it? This is a fictional story, but David got angry at this imaginary person. And he tells Nason, This person is for what it is he did. And for the fact that he took a kifsa, he should have a chiv to go now to this person. He should have to pay him fourfold for what it is he did. And he didn't have Rachmana. So the Pasuk says, So Nassim tells David, he says, Now I'm going to tell you the nimshol. You're that person. So I gave you whatever you wanted. You had everything in the world. And there was one that somehow you were chaymate and you needed to take this kifsa and you killed her husband. And because of this, the oinish that you said should go to this person is going to end up before you. Very, very powerful. This is the story of David HaMelech and Batsheva, specifically Teichacha, that Nasser Novi gives. The Abar Benel in his Pirish Anach and the Marsha on the Gemara, Mesech, this new Madaf, Chav Beis Amad Beis says, that what was Pashup Shad in the Maisa? That David HaMelech Paskin, that what does this person deserve for what it is he did? He said, Ben Mavis Ha'isha 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 Number one, he deserves to die. But number two, Vesha Kivsa, for stealing the Kivsa, Yishalim Arbatayim. He's going to have to pay back fourfold. Where's this fourfold coming from? Says the Barbanel, Pshat is Kifisha Amra Torah. It's a Pasuk in the Torah. He said, what did this person steal in the marshal? What he stole was a set. And what did he do with it? He shechted it and he fed a person with it. And being that that's what he did. So he is Chayiv Dalit. And that's the Cheshven. That's the Yisoyed of the Arbatayim. The reason he's Chayiv Arbatayim is because of this. So the Yisoyed of the Chayiv Dalit was Pashat. It's a parish in the Torah. It's the Chayiv Dalit. And Nasser Hanavi is telling David that just like this Ganif is Chayiv Dalit for what it is that he did, so too you're also Chayiv Dalit. And 
It's for that reason, David HaMelech received an oinish of Dalit. The oinish was that he lost his child, Yeled, and Amnon, Tamar, and Avshal. Now, it's not so clear why David HaMelech was Chai Dalit. I mean, in the Moshle, you understand the Chi of Dalit. That's what happened. It's a parish in the Torah. It's Mamish the Sugis that we're learning. It was Tvicho Mechira, on a set, where the Chi of is, you pay Dalit. This is the proverbial and the literal Dalit Vehei. But why is David HaMelech Chayev Dalit? Now, there seemed to be an element of Gneva in what David HaMelech did. Where was the Gneva? Stealing the wife of Uriah is a Maise Gneva. That's for sure the Nimshal in the Marshal. But had it Batsheva become a Kifsa? And where was the Tvicha Mechira that you would say that there's a Chayev Dalit? So I don't know. But maybe a Tzushtal is... The Rambam, in his Mary Nevuchim, where he's discussing Tamei HaMitzvahs, this is in Chelek Shlishi, it's in the middle of Perik Mem Aleph. So the, the Rambam says as follows, just one excerpt from the Rambam, V'dah, Shekol she'yiyeh min oisai ha'peshem meruba u'matsui v'kroiva asiyasoi nischayiv she'yeh oinsha yoiser chamar k'day lemnoya oisai. So the Rambam says one of the rules in the Torah are that if a person doesn't have Eira, which it's easy for him to do, it's matzui and it's kreva asiyasai, you find that the punishment for doing that avera is going to be more severe. And the reason is because this person needs more of an incentive not to do the avera. If it's an avera that's a shtickle far-fetched, if it's something that's less shchiach for this person to do, so there the Torah was a little bit more mekel. However, an Aveiro, which is a little bit more shchiach, and it's easy for the person to do, it's not going to require too much effort for him to be able to execute on what it is that he wants to do. In Azazot Oifin, you have to be machmer. So says the Rambam, and this is classic, he says, I'll give you a dogma of this. nasu it's for that reason you find that the Torah was machmer, and the Torah said that if somebody steals soin, he's going to be chayev more than if somebody steals metaltolin ba'alma. In fact, how much more? It's keflayim metashlum eshar metaltolin. Somebody steals metaltolin, you're a ganav, you pay keful. If you steal a seh, you're going to pay keful of that. You're going to end up paying koloimar tashlum eyarba. And the Rambam says, it's not always that you pay when is it? It's only if it's not in your possession anymore because you already sold it. Or you shechted it. Says the Rambam, I'll tell you why. Because the Gneva of Tzoyin, he metzuya tamid. It's very, very matzoy. If you have a piece of metalpolin, okay, so you keep it in your house. If you have sheep, you're going to keep it in your living room? It's not possible. Sheep need to roam, and they roam in the fields. And the fields were always a little bit outside of the, of the city limits. People were able to get their hands on someone else's sheep. And what they would usually do, says the Rambam, is as soon as they got it, they would either sell it right away, or they would shecht it right away. So like this, they wouldn't be caught red-handed. You wouldn't be able to find it in their possession. So says the Rambam, that being that it's matzui and krev for a person to steal tzoyin, 
And the way the Goimvet Tzoyin used to do it and get away with it was by being It's for that reason you have more. And then the Ramam says that Bakr is a little bit different and that's why by Bakr you have to pay five. And he gives different dugmois, different examples of this Indian. That when there's a Havera that's that's a little bit easier for you to do, so there the Oynish has to be Mocham. In other words, the Yisoyed in the time of the Kra, literally in the Rambam's world of Meir Nebuchad, of why it is that if someone is gonna have as opposed to a regular ganav that only pays kefal, it's because of how krevasiyasa it is. To the extent that this is something that you can easily execute on, it's not going to be a huge deal for you. So in that case, the etzim gnevas of you more, and that's why you end up paying dalve. The way it's presented in the Torah from a halacha perspective is very, very technical. But at the same time, from a philosophical perspective, literally, the way you're supposed to understand this is that the Geneva, that Yoyser Mitsuya and Kreva Asiyosoi, where it's a double cow for the person to be able to execute on it, so then there's an inverse relationship with the punishment. The Einish has to be a Dover Chamer. So it could be Dover Amelech, who's the king, for him to be able to pull off what he did with Batsheva. It was a Dover Kal. It was, in fact, Kal Moed. He had Uriachit, he go to the front lines. It was Moed Kal. So it could be the Hilchis Gineva of Dover Amelech. Again, this is a Moshal and a Nimshal. This is Nevoa. But at the same time, it falls into the Rambam's Mayan and maybe that's why there would be a Chi of Dalveh. But I just want to tell you a Dove Nifla, which really goes to the Sugis a little bit of Dalveh, that the Mashah says on this Gemara. So we mentioned that the Mashah said, and the Barbanel said it already as well, that the reason in Nosen Anovi's Moshal, this Ganiv, this Gvir, it was because he stole a Kifsa and he shechted it. So you have the regular Chi of Dalveh and Dove Ramelech. And the nimshal is being punished, and he's also going to be chayv dalveh. So I'll read to you this marsha, and it's sisrei Torah. The way to end this shtikel Torah, this raid bite, are with the words v'tzarachin. But this is what the marsha says. Quote, Umasik the ifru nami migufe, shenitzdar. The Gemara says that in addition to the fact that David HaMelech lost four children, his guf himself was compromised as well. The emiss is, what did Nasan Anavi in the Moshal say? Or really, it was David Amalek himself, right? What did David say? David Amalech is the Nimshal. So, in addition to the Vesa Kipsa Yishalim Arbatoyim, there's also an element over here of Ki Ben Moves Ho Isha Hoisazois. That means Dover Amelech is Chayv Misa. Mitzayr is one of the four people that are Chashid Kameh. So, Lukhur, that's the Pashib Shah. And why this happened. But I've listened to what the Masha says. Nira Bazet. Shaama Yishalim Arbatayim, Kedina Goinav Tsoin Shal Chaveroi, Utfachoi. You ready? Do this again. Nira Bazet. Shaama Yishalim Arbatayim, Kedina Goinav Tsoin Shal Chaveroi, Utfachoi. The Yishalim Chamisha, where the Allah is, you have to pay five. The Hainu, Ha Echad Shahua Karen, Vaoid Arbatayim Noisif. In addition to that, you have to pay another four. Vahachinami, Bachevah Shinokachami Baila, Havikin Gnevas, Hakifso, Ulazen Nifra Dovin Migufesh, and it's Stare, Dugmas Hakaren. 
ואוי דלד ילודו נויסף. ובזה יסיישמו כל הקושייס, אצטרו אצטרו. דנא משוף ירזויס, and he says that because נוסן הנובי referred to דוון המלך in his מושל as the אושר, as the גביר, so he says it's for that reason, אמר דוון על עצמו התפילו לעוני. He didn't want to be that usher of this story. He said, I'm the Zelba Araman. I'm the Tfilo You think I'm this usher and I have it all figured out. I'm this mighty, powerful person. That muscle's a nice story, but that's not who I am. Tfilo Lo'oni, says the Marsha. I'll the flaw. But says the Marsha that what was the Oynish? The Oynish was that it was Nitzar David, that David Amelech himself became a Mitzayra. And not only did David Amelech himself become a Mitzayra, but he lost his four children. And what was the Cheshbin? The Cheshbin was because he's Chayiv Dalud Vehei. And this is the Chi of Dalud. Because what's the Chi of Dalud? The Chi of Dalud is you pay the Karen, and on top of the Karen, you pay another four. That's what it is. That's what you're paying dollar. Again, this is not hey you're paying. You're paying dollar. In the marshal, it's not a bakar. In the marshal, it's not a shoy. It's not a parah. What is it in the marshal? It's a kifsa. So you're paying for the tzoyin. How does it work for the tzoyin? The way it works for the tzoyin is that you pay karen, and on top of the karen, you pay dollar. And that's why Dovra Melech was nitztara. It was ifrumi gufe, and on top of that, he had to pay another dollar. This marsha is tzorich im gadol v'ashem yar enai adlam because it's not the halacha. The halacha of dollar the hey is you pay karen plus three, you pay karen plus four. We just had it in the Mishnah right now. It's always the way it is. It's not Karen plus four. The Dalit incorporates itself the Karen and the Knas. The Karen is the Karen part. There's actually the Kefal part. And then there's another two in the event that it was a Tzoyin. Or it's another three in the event that it was a Bakr. This is a very, very Shver Masha. I found the Chidah asks this Kasha. Under Gedoyle Achreinim asks this Kasha. V'tzorachi in Gadol.